Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' exalted name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good evening, everyone. God bless you in Jesus' name. And happy new month to us all. Amen. Can we please have our seat? Thank you so much, choir. God bless you. Hallelujah. Uh, this night, by the grace of God, we have come to the table of the Lord to dine, to wine with him, and also to spend time to pray. But I'd like to share with us some spiritual aspect that the Lord, I believe very strongly, laid in my heart for us to look into tonight as we come into the place of prayers. And uh, I please want to encourage us to uh, pay attention very seriously to what we shall be sharing tonight and praying about. Because uh, sometimes we might, we're just familiar with some, you know, topics in the scripture or some subjects for discussion that we would probably just summarize that we know, we understood where that is going and, and there's no so much of attention paid into it. But I believe that God is dealing with us in this house very specifically and very specially. And I started feeling that uh, having that sense in my spirit since we uh, entered into our 10th anniversary last year, it's just, it's just something different is happening within the spirit and I want us to understand mm -hmm. that these are the dealings, these are the way God deals with organization, with individual and uh, with a certain move. Preparing them for his purpose or enlisting them in his purpose. There's a time for preparation and there's a time for enlisting. And once you are enlisted, what happens next is that God desire or expect actions to follow. I'll talk to Ross on what I call spiritual dimension. Um, and I can also call it the duality of realms. The duality of realms. Spiritual dimension to everything. Life is spiritual. How many of us have heard that phrase before? You've heard that phrase before, that life is spiritual. Okay. How many of us believe it? Okay. So the job is easier then if we believe it. Because many people don't really understand. Many people don't really understand or believe. Or when you say things like this, some people will take it as just an ordinary cliche. And then we just, we just let it be. Life, for a fact, is spiritual. 
And if we know, we'll do ourselves a good service. If we know, we'll, we'll enjoy the advantage. And if we don't know, even though we are born again, we will be left to suffer the consequences of our ignorance. Even though we are born again. Because many people think uh, spirituality hence with salvation. After salvation, that's it. No. Say, after all, I'm a lineage of Abraham. After all, I'm in a new covenant with God. And all of that stuff, they are true. They are very, very correct. Let me digress a little bit to the evil world. Of course, we watch them in movie. I don't have an experience so much. I tried to at the early stage of my life. But I, I didn't, God did not allow me, and I thank God for that. I didn't have that experience. <laughs> but from movies and things we hear people say around, when someone is initiated, that's not the day he becomes commander, a grand commander of the evil occultic world, right? Initiation doesn't make you become that. Even in the, in the world of occultism or in the world of evil, people still pay sacrifice that takes them high. How come do we think that in the spiritual world, when it comes to righteous world, we don't need to pay any sacrifice? Once I'm born again, everything just accrues to me. No, it doesn't work like that. It's the same word. Spirit realm is spirit realm. It's just the same thing. It is even more saddened when people think that all that they can see with the naked eyes is all that there is. And then we live our life in that context only, ignoring the spiritual aspect that is even much, much more than the physical that our eyes can see. Let me portray what I'm saying with the scripture. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16. Colossians 1 16. Media, please can quickly walk with me on that. It says, for by him all things were created. How many things? Now let's read together. Continue. Both in the heavens and where? Now, next one. And stop there. Do you take a minute to think about that? All things were created, both in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Not only visible things were created, invisible things also were created. So when God was saying, let there be this, and there was, there were some invisible things too that came up with the visible that were created. All things, both in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. And in fact, went further to say, whether thrones or dominion or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. There's a portion of the scripture that says he is the head of principalities and power. The same principalities that we are casting out. What does that mean? It means Jesus is the head of the spiritual world, spiritual realm. Aren't we uh, favored to be on the side of who is the head? You know who, if you know, if you know, no, man, no man, right? If you know Christ, you are fine because you are dealing with the man, with a person that is the head of all the principalities and power. And in fact, not only knowing him, the Bible says that we are now seated with him at the right hand side of God. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says, for we are not fighting, that's NLT version now, against flesh and blood enemies, but against 
evil rulers and authority of unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world. Now, against evil spirit in the heavenly places. So our fighting is not just against the physical, but our fighting, our wrestling is against even the spiritual. And one more scripture to establish that. Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 say, so we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. NLT version says, so that Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. We are not ignorant of his devices. When a Christian lives his or her life only based on the physical, attending to the physical only, such a person is ignorant, and the consequences of the ignorance will still be suffered by the same person. Is somebody following me today? So it is a total waste of time and ignorance to address or approach life only from the physical, intellectual, or scientific dimension, ignoring the spiritual dimension of matters of life. It is a total waste of time. Discoveries were not just made. I hope you know. Discoveries. Oh, scientific breakthrough. Discoveries here and there. Knowledge expansion. All these things were not just happening. Brethren, nothing just happened. Forces are set in motion to make things happen. We see them in the physical. We celebrate them. We see them in the physical. We identify them. But these things have been completed in the spiritual before they become physical. Because the spirit controls the physical. Spiritual realm controls the physical realm. And new things we see around, they did not just manifest without some contribution from the spiritual realm. Knowledge were not just introduced without spiritual undertone. In fact, the closest, I mean, to it that I found recently is in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. It is, what does the scripture say there? It is, um, it is God that walketh in us, both to do what? Can I have that? In, thank you. In NLT version, can we all read what it says? Okay, who is giving the desire? Who is, who is executing the desire now? No? Us. We are the one bringing forth the desire. Sometimes those things we desire, and we think we are the one desiring them, there's some forces behind the scene working. Somebody will just say, I just made up my mind. Even some decisions we made were practically not you at times. One day the Lord said to me, and I won't forget, he just said, not every thought you think are your thoughts. Some thoughts come to you and they are not yours. Some actions, some things that we do. So if we don't have an understanding that there are something walking behind us, I mean behind the scene, and bringing us to doing those things, we will most, most time think we are the one doing so. I just woke up and I just decided to do something. No. In uh, Acts, I think chapter 7, if not verse 23 or 24, said, and when Moses was 40 years old, it came to his heart 
to go and see his brethren. He came, he dropped in his heart. Why? Has he not dropped in his heart when he was 12? Why did he drop into his heart when he was 20, 40, I mean 40 years old? All these things are orchestrated behind the scene by the power that worketh in us. And unfortunately, if it is the devil's power working in some persons, you see those actions that they do too being orchestrated by the evil force. And they would think they are the one. If you see people love the Lord today, you can't love the Lord by your own decision. You love the Lord by the power that's working in you. And if you see somebody getting tired and weary of loving the Lord and just living abnormally, you, there's a power that is working inside that person as well. Many things that we do in life, we think we do them by ourselves. And we don't have an understanding of why we're doing them. That's why I believe God this strongly this year is leading us into having spiritual understanding. There is always a spiritual understanding that we must have for us to do things effectively. If we don't have that understanding, we'll do things in the wrong way. See, it is disastrous to do the right thing in the wrong, for a wrong reason. It is a big trouble. Doing the right thing but for a wrong reason. If only we know and understood that these things, the reason for doing this was for this particular reason, we will probably do it better or pay more attention to what we are doing. Say, for example, fasting and praying. Do you know many people think we fast and pray to change God so that we can and twist God to hear our prayer? I will fast for him, and when I fast, if I almost die, he will change his mind about it. No. I hope we know prayer doesn't, fasting doesn't change God. In fact, prayer doesn't change him. Because God's, God remains unchanged. So why do we fast and pray then? Some persons are fasting, these 50 days fasting, to be loyal to RCCG. Do you know? I must obey that the boy. What a wrong reason for fasting. Is it going to mark your register? After the loyalty, you know some of us, we are so loyal to the Jew that we even forget the reason why the Jew said we should fast. And Babadie now, according to what it is said recently, it's going to be on 21 days marathon at 80. What are some of us? I better leave all this reading prayer, prayer, I don't know why we are fasting every year. Because you don't know. Then who suffers the consequence of not knowing? It's us. But it's even worse when we now do it for the wrong reason. So faithfully, religiously doing it, and all because, in case pastor may ask, I don't want to be seen as uh, somebody who is disobeying Baba Jew. <laughs> what, a, what a wrong reason for a right thing to do. So why do we fast? You can help us. Why do we fast? <sighs> okay. We don't know, right? Or we know we're just... We're just being gentle and humble. <laughs> we don't know. Yes, ma. To be humble. Why do we fast, ma? Um, I think we fast to subdue our physical bodies and make our spiritual life be more prominent to receive. Thank you very much, ma. I will rephrase it this way to subdue our flesh and awaken, in other words, quicken the spirit. The Bible says in John chapter 6, verse 63, it is the spirit that. Uh, church, now we're not in Bible study again. 
We don't know how this one. Am I quoting to myself? It is the spirit that what? That, eh? It is spirit that quickens. What does that mean? It is the spirit that is active. Said the flesh profited nothing. Then it says the word that I speak unto you is what? Spirit and the life. That's what scripture says. John 6 is the three, right? And another portion of the Bible says, if the spirit that lives in Christ, I think it's in Romans chapter 8, dwells in you, what would that spirit do? Quicken your mortar. The Bible recognizes that our body is mortar. That is corruptible. That is, is weak. But it is the spirit in us that wakens us and charges us and gets us into sensitive level of picking God's signals. It's the spirit. So if we don't understand these things, we will be fasting and not, you know, are not doing properly because we don't know why we are even fasting. Some people don't even know why we pray. And that's why they don't pray. Some were like, I have everything. Why am I praying? I, I don't have a problem. Why am I praying? Some people are think prayer is just for people that has problems. And because of that, we either don't pray or we don't pray well. Don't forget, it is disastrous to do the right thing for a wrong reason. This morning, and I believe in the evening prayer too, uh, from the prayer where RCCG worldwide, I was opportune to join it this morning, and we talked about the evil word of social media, the manipulation of the highest order that is happening in the realm of the spirit. Some of these new innovations, we think they are just innovations. Some of them were calculated from the spirit world to target some set of people. I hope I am still here with you. I hope I'm not losing some people. Some of them are deliberately calculated to target. If not, how would somebody prefer social media interaction over the word of God, even in church, and makes it a distraction. It is people who have spiritual understanding that will turn what the devil is planning to subdue spirituality into their own advantage. It takes understanding to do that. It takes understanding. There was some times ago that uh, I can't remember. I hope I can. Okay, Pastor Praise, uh, Praise for Owe was showing us a video of how children's clothes were already dedicated to a certain God. And they put all those clothes in the market. And they would put, you know, put some mark at the back of it and write some inscription on it that shows that those children are dedicated to the God of Illuminati. You know what that is? That's, that's the God, the religious God they are serving in the space of popularity and entertainment now. That anybody who finds themselves as an entertainer must succumb to that God for he or she to remain popular in this world. You may not know it because you are not yet in the platform. As a platform of popularity. Was it Frank Edward that we played here some time ago that he said in South Africa... When his music was coming out, many of you know what Frank, Frank Edward is. This guy that, uh, you know, that sings in uh, Believe Our Word. And they told him in the studio, we are going to um, buy you, I mean, take your, your music 
and uh, you, you sign off and we will sign you up and all of that. But just remove the Jesus in your song. Put God. Is it not the same thing? Remove Jesus and put God. Say, I wonder what Jesus' name does to them that they don't want to see. Say, God and Jesus is the same thing now. Take it out. And let's just put God. It's okay. Those who won't try. Some will tell you to remove the God completely. Because you know your, your song it should be a secular. It will not sell to some set of people. And so therefore, just don't let us be too religious. This is not church. And many of us will say it's okay. Because our world continues to bastardize um, these things and subtly enter into the, into the world with their agenda. And many of us don't see the spiritual aspect of what we're doing. That's why some Christians can still sing worldly song and they say there's nothing wrong with it. Spiritual understanding. There's nothing wrong with it. Only if they can show us where that particular song, Bob Marley, I used to like Bob Marley a lot. Michael Jackson, I used to like all those songs very well. Only if they can show you what they do behind the scene to make that song popular and appealing to your spirit. Only if we can understand it. But if there's no spiritual understanding, we'll think it's just lyrical song. I know some Christian then that they can sing all this song from up to down and they cannot remember the lyric of God's song. Of, of a religious or Christian song. Let me put it that way. With Christian lyrics. But they can sing. I don't know those guys anymore. But they can sing all their songs. If we don't have spiritual understanding. My brothers and sisters. We will continue to suffer the consequences. Of our ignorance. And that is why. This season. We will pray. That the Lord himself. Will grant us understanding. The Bible says there is a spirit in man. It is the inspiration of the Almighty that gives him understanding. So there is spiritual dimension to everything. If only we know that the decision you make are not just made by you. There is a spiritual undertone to it. That things that are happening around you are not just happening. There are spiritual undertones to them. David made decision in 2 Samuel chapter 24 to name Israel. The Bible tells us that with that counting or naming or I mean numbering Israel, God was angry with him. Let's look at 2 Samuel. We're going to pray now. 2 Samuel. Uh, if you look at 2 Samuel chapter 2 verse 1. Can we have 2 Samuel chapter 2 verse 1? And then we will go to First Chronicle, chapter twenty-one, verse one, also. Second Samuel two, verse one. Can we all read together, church? And again, the anger of the Lord. No, please put it in King James. Second Samuel. Second Samuel, chapter twenty-four, verse one. Do we have it, please? Okay. Can we all, no, King James Version, please, if you don't mind. Thank you, sir. Okay, now let's go. And again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go, number Israel and Judah. Okay? So the king, uh, the king said to Joab that Joab should go and do it in verse 2, and, uh, and number Israel from Dan to Bathsheba. 
And in verse 3, Joab said unto the king, Now the Lord thy God had to thy people, how many whatsoever they are, an hundredfold, and the highest of my lord the king may see it. But why doeth my lord the king delight in this thing? Why do you want to do this? Why? But in verse 4, can we all read together? Notwithstanding, the king's word prevailed against Joab and against the captain of the host. And Joab and the captain of the host went out from the presence of the king to number the people of Israel. Okay. Say the anger of the Lord moved against Israel. So what, how? Let's see First Chronicle now, chapter 21. How did God's anger move? Because sometimes when we see this thing, we think God just wanted to kill people. No. When anger of God, see, God is good all the time. There's nothing evil that comes from God. But when people sin or people derail from God's presence and God withdraws himself, of course, when good withdraws, what's the next thing you get? Evil. That's why I tell people that there's no way God will curse you if you don't give your tithe. There's no way God would. God doesn't have that in him. But anyone who brings it, God has blessed that person, right? So that's fine. And if now I disobey that rule, it's automatic that the opposite comes. God doesn't need to now bring her for share and say, I curse you because of, mm -mm. there's a part God has blessed. If I don't work in the blessed part, then definitely I'm working in the cost part. It's as simple as that. I hope you understand. God just withdrew. The situation that happened to Job, was it God that brought all those evil upon him? No. But Job thought it was God. All that God did was God withdrew. When the righteousness of God withdraws, what happened? The, 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 the destruction of Satan takes over. It's as simple as that. So, let's see how God was angry and what, how God moved. Let's see First uh, Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1. Okay, who did the Bible says? And Satan stood up against who? And who provoked David? But the hand of God has moved out of David's life. The Bible didn't tell us why at that time. But obviously from Joab's counseling, David has started believing in himself as the owner of the people. David has started living in pride. And then God withdraws. And that is it. So from Joab's counseling, say, ah, when these people are numerous, they were yours. Why would you count them? God did not, does not want us to count Israel. Because he said to Abraham, your children cannot be numbered. And but David, because of his pride, he wants to do like other king. I want to know how many people I have so that I too can boast in the strength of my military. And when they counted them, they were just 800,000 chariot men. I said, ah, David would have been feeling so big. 800,000 chariot. But does God win by those strength? No. And Joab was canceling him. Oh God, you are becoming too big in your sight. That was why God withdrew. But when God withdrew, who stood up against David? Satan. He said, I'm going to destroy this Israelite. And when he did that, God now gave him three things to happen. One is either you have three months of uh, running away from your enemy, or three months of farming, or three weeks of running away from the enemy, or three days of a pestilence. The guy quickly picked the easy one, easiest one. Three days, things will be over. You know how many people die in three days? 
70,000 men. 70,000 men died within three days because of somebody's stupidity. You will rise up anywhere the devil has stood against me. Lord, I take dominion tonight. Somebody who can pray. If you have an understanding, pray. If you don't have the understanding, remain there. Anywhere devil has stood against me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I begin to decree, I decree tonight that such loopholes be removed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever we make enemies stand against my life or stand against whatever, the prayer I pray, or stand against my spiritual life, or stand against whatever that is happening in my hands or this, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I take dominion today, such loopholes be destroyed, be completely removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Could it be pride in me? Could it be anything that devil has found in me that is capitalizing on and accusing me? Father, I decree today, in the name of the Lord Jesus, that such thing be completely broken, such be completely destroyed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I repent of every self aggrandizement. I repent of every self-glorification. I repent, oh God, of grafting my flesh, even the, the, the glory. Father, I receive grace, oh God, tonight, in the name of Jesus, to overcome every loophole that the enemy is using to accuse me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Mali Kalimbaya. In the name of Jesus, begin to decree right now. Whatever loopholes that the enemy has used, I come against them in the name of Jesus. Mali Kalimba Zutaya. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Was it a disobedience to order? Was it a disobedience to the law? Lord Jesus, I pray. Whatever enemy wants to find against my life, Lord, tonight in the name of Jesus, I come against them completely. I'm liberated by the power of the Most High God. In the name of Jesus. Yegedus Atali, brother. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I receive grace, O God. I receive grace, O God. I receive grace tonight in the name of Jesus. Satan cannot find anything against me. Devil cannot find anything against me. Whatever the devil sees, Lord, I come against it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Maybe some people still don't understand what we are talking about here. Too many scriptures are coming to my heart right now. I was listening to a man of God this afternoon, just having a prayer meeting. And he said something, like he went to a place to, I mean, he was having a crusade in the northern part of Nigeria, my degree or so. And right on the floor there, yeah, he started feeling God's power. And he was commanding and all of that. He said, they wrote him a letter with blood. And they said, you don't do that crusade. If you have that crusade, we're going to come destroy you. We're going to come fight. It's battle for battle. And he said, well, since they wrote it in blood and I didn't know how to respond, I, I went ahead and I had the crusade. So by the time he made an altar call around 8 p.m., the altar call just for salvation, they were in the process of deliverance, the one here. He said, because those who came for altar call, about over 500 of them, about 250 of them were actually 
demonic possessed people to come and destroy him. So then one, one, while that was going on, one mad woman came in into that place and uh, walked straight to him and gave him a death slap. And the slap went through. And while he was holding his face as, ah, because everybody knew this white woman, um, I mean, mad woman as very wild and all of that, gave him a death slap and said, you are owing a thousand naira. You owe a thousand naira. So the man went back and, and he was like, God, Holy Spirit, what is this? And then he said, of course, the anger in him is programmed and he forced that woman then she was delivered and the madness disappeared anyways. He said, he said something that touched me. After the program, I went back to God. Am I really owing a thousand naira? And God said, yes. You were owing somebody when you were in the campus. You did not pay back. That person he was in was his leader in the campus, but now is in his ministry. It's on the YouTube. You can watch it. I'm talking of Apostle Osaia Rome. He said that man he was owing was his fellowship leader in campus. He truly collected a thousand naira. He forgot. He did not pay him back. So was telling the brother in the meeting said that was the reason why I brought your one thousand naira to you quickly, because devil heard that against me, and that stupid mad spirit was able to slap him in public. He said, I paid. And I said, come, you stupid devil now. What else do you have against me? It has an error. Lord, whatever enemy has against me, whether I remember or not, in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus has paid all this price. Father, the one I remember to, or I, I need to remember tonight, Father, remind me to make restitution. Lord, whatever I need to remember, Lord, remind me to make restitution. And if the ones I cannot pay back, the blood of Jesus has paid for me already. In the name of Jesus Christ, I evoke the, the power of the blood. The blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, begin to speak on my behalf right now. Begin to speak on behalf of my family right now. Begin to speak on behalf of my children right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, speak on my behalf right now, oh Lord. Father, whatever I need to remember, Please remind me, oh God, and I will clean it up in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I will clean it up in the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, your blood speaks better than in our lives, in our ways, in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit of oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. You know, I just said that some of us don't know that there are spiritual dimensions to things. And we suffer the consequences of our ignorance. Many believers have believed that church is just a place where can, you know, we should gather. Don't go too far into this thing. There's nothing like that. God has paid the price. Eh? It's not that we don't know that the power that be there. God did not even deny it. But the only thing is that we have a superior grace. We have a superior covenant. And, and you see people will continue to do lackadaisically because we don't understand that we are not fighting against flesh and blood. Sometimes here yeah, one of our, our sister will be was telling, you know, 
For the fact that the Bible said the weapon of our warfare are not canna means that we are not playing. There's a war. There's a battle. Weapons are not toys. You could have said the toys of your warfare are not canna. But for him to say the weapons, you are in a battle and you need to know it. Sometimes some years ago, God gave us a word here, don't leave me without a command. A soldier that does not know that it's on the battlefield, such a soldier become a casualty. At the end of the day, Oh, like a desicle. Let's just do it like the white world. The white world are suffering it now. Because we take this thing lightly. A woman dreamt in this Canada here that somebody touched her breast with something in the dream. She woke up with pain in that breast. By the time they got to the hospital to test it, it was cancer. She passed away by that cancer. Where did they start? In dreams. Right in Canada here. Lord, whatever way that the enemy has penetrated into me or into my life or anything around my territory, tonight I take possession back in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, by the blood of speak a better things. Whatever form, whatever form of entrance, through dreams, devil has spoken to some people's destiny and corrupted it. Through dreams, devil has corrupted some people's destiny and they are still speaking English. This is not time to speak English. You need to face the reality. Whatever form, whatever way that the enemy has come, come around things that are my vicinity. Today I take them back in the name of Jesus. Today I remove them back in the name of Jesus. By the power of the most high God, I take them back. By the power of the most high God, I, I take them back. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever thing that the enemy has done, thinking that it can penetrate through dreams, taking some people's glory, today I receive liberation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray. Mali brother, leke suga, inanamazuke lebra. I take it back, I take it back, I take it back. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' exalted name we pray. There are manipulations of highest order. In the realm of the spirit, manipulation here and there. I was talking with one of my sisters on Sunday. I, we're talking about prayers and all of that. Oh, something just woke me up this morning. You have not looked into spiritual dimension of why some Christians cannot pray. We think we are tired, not knowing that they are manipulating in the realm of the spirit. God comes around, wakes you up at 3 o'clock, pray. Wakes you up at 4 o'clock, pray. And then you turn around. And rightfully so, we're tired. But do you know that that tiredness will not stop what the occurrence that you have been you have, will have been prevented in the spirit realm if only you pray devil comes around manipulates and say why are they talking to you like that react back I'm like I, I just cannot take it not knowing that there is something manipulating you to do wrong and then we take that steps and we take we win but in the recent we have lost because where God wants us to keep quiet we went there and we spoke and we claim our right. And then what should not go through 
went through easily because we opened door for it. Manipulations happening everywhere. Manipulation. Somebody will dream and find himself back in his own country. Especially in the house where he or she has grown. And that dream continues to come back. Continues to come back. I don't know how many of you have told my story. I will see myself in the secondary school. And I will be asking myself in the dream. I thought I've already read. I have up to masters. Why am I in this uniform? And I will put my uniform. I will be doing head boy of secondary school. When I finish second masters. I said, okay, why didn't I see myself in those universities? Why was I seeing myself in the secondary school? And it always happened when interview will be coming. Until I got to one interview. I didn't know these things. And I got to one interview. And they said, ah, the old guy said, ah, he shouted, hey. I said, what's wrong, sir? He said, the person that sent you here, did he know the job we're asking you to come and do? I said, I think he knows. It was Coca-Cola. And the guy said, ah, we don't have any job for your qualification. You already have masters in mechanical engineering. No, we need somebody to only pick bottles in the factory. Just put bottles inside the crate. That's all we are looking for. I saw a guy can do it. When you are looking for job, you're looking for anything anyhow. He said, you can do it. I said, I can do it. It's not a problem. She said, I just want to leave the house. I just want to leave the house. To play back, some years before then, I went to a church like this on a Sunday morning. I was working with a construction company. And I said, enter into the church, precisely Monty on Fire. I was just looking for a gospel church around there. I came and said, I said, I mean, I said, construction worker, so I needed a place to worship. And I got in there, and the prayer they led was a pray every manipulation against your certificates. Some people's certificate has been sat upon, and they cannot get job of that commissary to where they are in life. He said, pray. Uh-uh. You know what I did? these people again I sat down I lay my hands on the pool, uh, on the chair and I was praying there shuka, 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 you know that these people they don't understand how would they be saying this kind of a thing an usher came to me people stood up like this but me I sat down because the, their prayer was too archaic for my own you know my English prayer is touched up which church is this one the usher came to me Pray, pray, pray. I looked up. Oh God, is it your prayer? I said, what is it? He said, pray. I said, is it your prayer? I'm praying now. He said, that's not to pray. Can't you hear what they said? I said, ah, you don't have to beat me like that. You know what I did? I packed my Bible. I walked out of the church. They, did, they couldn't, didn't know me. Whether I'm born again or not. That was my first time there. I packed my Bible and I left. Then I was looking for another church. I found another one. I worshipped there. I went back home. Years later, when that thing happened to me in Portacourt, this prayer was in the north, was in, I think, Lafayette or something. I don't know, um, whatever state it is now. But when I got to Portacourt and they said, counting bottles is what they are looking for. And I said, I can do it. But give me two weeks. Let me go and say bye bye to my friends and family that I found a job at least. They paid me 5000 I'll come back. And after two weeks, I went back there. The guy said, ah. First time he was saying, hey, he was scared of me. 
Second, I just pocket. I said, you are too late. We've given the job to somebody else. I said, even the canting bottle? He said, yes. I said, God, today is the day. You know how God said to Esau that when you are tired, you break yourself free. I said, today is the day. Something is wrong with this certificate. Now I remember what they said when I went to that church. Ah, I said, no. Can somebody be hungry this night? I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, every stronghold holding me down or holding my process, progress down in whatever way tonight, I break loose completely because I'm operating under a superior covenant. I'm operating under a superior covenant. Let the devil know that you know. The knowledge that you have is enough to liberate you. The knowledge you have is enough to liberate you. I operate under a superior covenant. In the name of the Lord Jesus. There is no devil that says you will not have your babies. There is no devil that says you will not have promotion. There is no devil that can stand it if you know who you are. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That knowledge is power enough. That knowledge is power enough. I receive liberation in the name of Jesus. I'm operating under a superior covenant. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let any devil tell you. That you cannot make it in life. Don't let any devil tell you. That you will die a pauper. Don't let any devil tell you. That you will die a regret. Don't let any devil tell you. That you will not succeed in life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray from the area of understanding, from the knowledge that you have, in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, liberation is of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. No devil, no devil can hinder us. No devil can stop us. No devil can stop us. We have superior covenant. Decree it tonight in the name of Jesus. Enforce it tonight in the name of Jesus. No demon can stop what you are doing. No demon can prevent you from growing. Understand this that you are superior. You are sitting with Christ Jesus. You have been raised with Christ and seated in heavenly places. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Mali Any power manipulating any destiny here, we come against you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I live in that frustration for some years. But that day I said, no. I got back home. I cried initially because I now started to understand what was going on. Spiritual understanding is key, sir. When you understand, that is even enough liberation. When devil knows that you know, he keeps himself away from you. But if we don't know, and we are, and we are speaking English where we're supposed to decree, sometimes we say pray with power. Say, oh, these things are not necessary. And then devil will be waiting for us somewhere. A brother walked to me and said, ah, Bro Shaba, the way these things are going with you, don't you think it's good to go and pray? Ah. I said, my brother, I will pray. He said, me, I went to pray. And the year I prayed, the Lord opened job for me in Shell. And that brother happens to be very junior to me was just, I have gone to him before and said, borrow me money. That same brother, before. 
when he told me that, I said, ah, I'm, I have to pray. Not married then and all of that. So I just took myself and went straight. Ah, something just came upon me. Ah, I'm, I should be operating under a superior covenant. Why am I like this? Why? Seven years. Some persons are still suffering it. You're coming to Canada. Somebody is telling you that they don't make it so quickly. And you accepted. That's what you know. And that's what works for you. But if it's, mm -mm, I know the covenant that I operate on. My life is already arranged and orchestrated by God. I did not come here by myself. The Lord led me. And so the Lord would direct my path. See, when the devil knows that you know, he keeps quiet. He leaves you and he walks away. But if we don't know, <laughs> they say people don't get job here. That's it. And then they continue to live and profess negatively. Sometimes the action we do, the activities we keep, they should be done under spiritual understanding. When you are declaring, declaring like you know what you are saying. Many a times we say lift up your hand and decree. You see, it's just, it's just a joke. No. No. We remember that story in the book of Exodus chapter 30 when Moses' hands were lifted up. What happened to the Israelites? They were winning. Sir, how do we know when they are winning a battle, sir? If somebody is winning, how do you know? It's a shout inside. But if I'm a country now and I'm fighting another country and they say that country is losing, how do you know they are losing? Eh? Sorry? I'd like to know. How do you know a country is losing a battle? Say it again. Casualties, dead. So the life of those people were not dependent on the skill or the sharpness of their sword. Their life was dependent on the raising up of one man. When hands of Moses were weak, why did they push Moses and let all sit down there? Spiritual understanding. Shebiron and all can be taking turns. And Moses can go out. I did not tell Israelites. You lift up your right hand. Whatever the devil has planned against my life, I lift up my right hand of righteousness today. Symbolizing my right standing with God. I decree in the name of Jesus. It says it is confit the, 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 the devices of the enemies, of the crafty, that their hand cannot perform their enterprise. I lift up my hands today and I destroy every enterprise, every plan of the evil world against my life, against my goodness, against my sweet life, against my peace of heart of mind. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I take authority. I take authority by lifting up my hands tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who is the devil that says it will not happen? Who is the devil that says you will not enjoy yourself? Father, I receive grace solo tonight. I discomfit all the plans and the program of the devil. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your hands and decree. Lift it up and decree. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Put on those hands. We are lifting it up one more time as a church together tonight. When the church prays, the power of God comes down. There's no devil that can stand the corporate prayers of the people of God. There's no devil. Satan withstood the prayer of Daniel. But we are operating under a system that is more powerful than what Daniel was operating on. How come are we now weaker than Daniel? Because we don't understand. 
See, when the angel appeared to Daniel in Daniel chapter 9 verse 22, what did he say? Daniel chapter 9 22. When that angel appeared to Daniel, let's read together. What did he say to Daniel? Okay. What did he say? And he informed me and talked with me and said, I am now comfort. Ski and you don't need just only ski. You need understanding. Father, I receive grace of understanding. This month, oh God, in addition to the skill that I have, skill alone won't take us anywhere. I receive grace of understanding in the name of Jesus. An angel was sent to come and grant him understanding because it is important. I receive grace of understanding, oh God, to know the ways of the Spirit, to understand the dreams of the Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. I receive grace of understanding, my Father. I receive grace of understanding in the name of Jesus. I receive grace of understanding, O oh God, to know you better, to understand your ways and how you do things in the name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Put down your hands, please. Because we are lifting it up again. I want you to rest your hand. Because there might not be a hall that can lift those hands up here. Please join me in prayers. Every of our brethren that is trusting God for the fruit of the womb. This year is their year. Lift up the right hand and decree it as a church. We receive understanding that what whoever asks receives. All our brethren that are trusting God, all, none shall be left out. I speak against that spirit of unbelief. This year is your year in the name of Jesus. Whatever blockage, whether medically discovered or not, whatever situation, whether spiritual or not, in any lineage of anyone, we destroy it tonight as a church and we decree that our brethren are blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is your year, oh God. This is the year, oh God. We'll receive it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Understanding. Satan stood against uh, Joshua the high priest. Stood in his right hand. The Bible says, Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1. He stood at his right hand. Why right hand? The Bible said to resist him. Sometimes right hand can be your position in Christ. Devils challenge our position. So are, you, are you the son of God? If you are the son of God, he doesn't need to prove any point to Satan. If Satan can ask Jesus if you are the son of God, how do you think devil will not ask you? Who are you? How are you sure you are born again? Hey, you are not born again, Kokon. He wants to challenge our right hand of righteousness. So when we say lift up your hand, decree it, say the name of the Lord be glorified in this land, you are decreeing, know what you are doing. It's not just a cliche or to make service look good. But I tell you as we are decreeing tonight, testimony is following. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jacob was going to pray. For Ephraim and Manasseh, in the book of Genesis chapter 48, verse 13, 14, he has to, it crossed his hand like this. 
Put one on Manasseh and put one on Ophrey. Ah, Joseph was angry. Ah, my father is not like that now. Put those hands back. If those hands are not important, why? One more time. We'll lift up our right hand. Anyone that the devil wants to resist in this congregation, whether they are here or not, whether they are online or anywhere, today, Lord, will stand against every resistance of the devil. Devil is resisting some people's prayers. Devil is resisting some people from praying. Are you at all? Devil is making some people live in unbelief. Devil is walking around, around and making sure that some people will not, they will, they, will dis, they will discount spiritual things and then they continue to suffer. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we decree by the power of the Most High God in any form that the devil is resisting any home, anyone among God, we destroy those plans in Jesus' name. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Decree, 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 decree. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Nothing just happened. Forces are set in motion to make things happen. Forces are set in motion to make this happen. And uh, before we take the Holy Communion, there are lots of prayer points, but let's just wrap up. Every altar that enemy has put together that is confusing our world, not this world that we live in, not this world that you and I live in, and Satan will be taking preeminence. It's not supposed to be, sir. My son's supposed to be. Ah, people don't people don't serve God here. People don't listen to the gospel. And we're okay with it. Fire of God will consume whatever demons, strongholds that is making them not to listen. See Second Corinthians 4, I think, verse 4. If our gospel is hidden, it's hidden to them that are already blindfolded, their mind by the God of this world. He is working in some people's life. And we think they are just being social. They are just being educative. No. It's a devil walking behind the scene that is making the gospel not to go further. We are going to decree that in the name of Jesus in this season, every altar that devil has put together to, to, to sidetrack people away from the gospel, we bound them, we break them into pieces. Whatever altar, altar of social media, altar of entertainment, altar of sports, whatever altar that the devil has put together, destroying people's life and, and killing them, even war. Devil is bringing it to real some people. Let's pray that in the name of Jesus, we discomfit those altars. That in the name of Jesus, the gospel of the Lord Jesus will move far. It will go far in this land. People will turn to Christ. Nations will serve Jesus. Let's pray that the word of the Lord will prevail. The Bible says mightily grow the word and it prevail. Acts chapter 19 verse 20. The word of God prevail mightily in, in Ephesus. It can prevail in Regina. Let's pray that souls be converted. Let's pray that souls be converted in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' exalted name, we pray. Please, don't leave this place tonight without believing that all we are asking God is done. How do I know? He that asks, receives. Matthew chapter 7 verse 8. Say, you receive not because you have not asked. 
But he that hacks receive is a law in the spirit. He that knock a door is open unto him. He that seek it finds. As you dine in God's presence today, Father, I receive spiritual understanding of things that matters in this realm. I receive understanding beyond the physical. I, my eyes are open to see the unseen, invisible, to hear the inaudible. Can you decree that upon yourself? As you eat, as you dine in God's presence tonight, I receive spiritual understanding into matters of life. I receive spiritual understanding into matters of life. In the name of Jesus, never again will I be hoodwinked. Never again will I be in confusion. Never again will I be under, under, under confusion, delusion. No, in the name of Jesus, as I dine in your presence today, my understanding is released. My understanding is released. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I will no longer live in ignorance. I will no longer live in ignorance. I will no longer be in the dark. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody pray. mighty name we pray the Bible says and he said unto them Luke chapter 24 verse 44 these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the psalm concerning me Jesus was talking to the disciple on the way to him house in verse 45 then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Do you think their life will remain the same? No. Father, as we dine in your presence tonight, may our understanding be opened. May there be enlightenment in the name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. Ministers of God, let's share this quickly. And if you are home, you have your bread and your wine with you. We have blessed the one here. We can bless that one as well. Please present it before the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the power and the spirit of the Lord comes upon it. And then the body, the, the bread turns to the body of Christ and the wine to the blood of Jesus. As you take it, may your understanding be opened. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please serve it round and take it with understanding. If you have not given your life to Jesus Christ this is not a meal for you to take because the first step is to be born again and to know Jesus if you have not given your life to Jesus this is not the meal for you to take you don't have an understanding of what is going on the Bible says some people took it to their own detriment and some fell sick and some fell asleep that is they died because they ate unworthily to themselves or even if you are born again but you don't understand this thing and you are like what is this all about 
and you don't understand, you don't believe in it, please don't bother to take it. There's no shame. What you are holding in your hands has the power of God in it. And to those who connect with this understanding tonight, hit it with understanding. Diseases will fly away as you hit. Sicknesses fly away as you hit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, medical conditions that are unpleasant and unwarranted begin to reset. In the name of Jesus, replacement of organs. What the medical world find difficult to have answer to. As you take this tonight, answer comes to them in Jesus' name. Jesus Christ. It all takes spiritual understanding. Just know. Just know. Do we have everyone served around? Everybody has it? If you are yet to have it, you can please raise up your hand. You are yet to have a piece. Please let's get one for Mercy and uh, the other young lady there. Our brethren downstairs, please let's reach out to them. Or we can bring them in. We can bring them in. Everybody has scripture and joins us to wait for one another while we come to the lost table. Are we good upstairs? All right. I want more of you, Lord Jesus. I want more of you. Let that be your prayer. I'm desperate for more of you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I want more of you. Also, I delivered unto you 
that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Shall we eat? Also, he took the cup. When he had sobbed, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the lost death till it comes. in the name of Jesus Christ. I encourage us to please pay attention to God's leading this year. Pay attention to his leading. And he can continue to speak and many of us will not understand but as we have prayed tonight as the Lord speaks to us understanding is released in Jesus' name. And we will know what to do per time and per season in the mighty name of Jesus. 
thank you, Father, for tonight is blessed. Our lives are blessed. And we walk perfectly in the path that God has blessed. In Jesus' exalted name we pray. Shall we? We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.